Hello and welcome to this episode of HBCU. I'm your host, D. Brown, CEO. Joining me on the show today is Justin McCray. He comes here by way of the Jackson State University. Justin, welcome to the program. <laughs> hey, D. Thank you. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, look, you got a lot of things I want to talk about, but I want to start with uh, Jackson State University. I want to I want to understand how did you select Jackson State? Man, it goes all the way to. 1993, D, I, um, I remember the time I, I came down the steps of uh, Veterans Memorial Stadium. And, you know, that was the great year of uh, the late Steve McNair. Yeah. And I was in the middle of that horseshoe. And I saw that band that's called the Sunday Boone of the South. And they entered in that stadium. And I saw them drum majors, and I had my mind uh, made up at that moment in time. And just to see, you know, the love and the culture of, you know, just black excellence, just my people filling up a stadium, over 60,000 people. And when I saw that band coming in, in that stadium, my mind was made up. And so, you know. I was in the band, you know, from, you know, starting in junior high school to high school. And and I was that one individual that that everyone knew that when it came to, you know, leading into going to higher education, everybody knew that there was no other university that I wanted to go to. You could have been Stanford. You could have been Harvard. Anybody could have offered me a full ride. It wasn't no. Wasn't happening. It was only one place I wanted to go, and that was Jackson. State so, University. so take me back to your uh, freshman year. What was your freshman year like, and what was that first week like on on the yard? Ooh, man! First week was called responsibility. <laughs> uh, my mother and my my stepfather dropped me off. Uh, I want to say August eleventh, and uh, that was a Monday. And that Tuesday, band camp started at 5 a.m. And guess who was late? The <laughs> little boy from Clarksdale, Mississippi. And, <laughs> and he was late. What was what that experience like being you know? late? <laughs> and uh, and so I, I, I ran out there. I was late. Uh, but it was an adjustment. You know, it's, it was an adjustment where that, you know, being an only child. And, uh, and, you know, my mom wasn't, you know, knocking on my door, waking me up. And so... Uh, it was a wake up call. And I, I, I knew then at 17 years old that uh, I had a responsibility and uh, and that was getting up, getting on time and, you know, getting the band practice and things of that sort and, and getting the class. And, uh, you know, my mom did her her due diligence, you know, from Clarksdale. You know, she she called me 10 times a day. Yeah. And make sure I was at band practice and I was at class. But uh but it was it was a it was a true it was a really true adjustment you know especially coming from a rural area, uh, small town uh, Clarksdale Mississippi, uh, and and being in a you know a bigger city you know like Jackson and uh, meeting you know individuals from you know all over the country Chicago and Atlanta and Houston and California and so and it was just it was just so different you know knowing that you know individuals wanted to come. You yeah. know, to this school, you know, the Jackson State University. Right. And, uh, you know, and I tell you, I did, it, was the, it was the best decision I ever made in my life. So what was band camp like? A lot of people don't know the, uh, the rigor that you all go through in order to be part of, of a band like the Sonic Boom or the South. What was that experience like? 
that you know what um i i would say as a professional d um the the sunny moon of the south has prepared me to be the professional that i am and 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 the things that i have uh you know the things that i have you know received at, you know at this point in my career um uh, you know being in the sunny moon of the south i mean it's literally a full-time job yeah i mean like literally uh you you start you know band camp you know you start you know five o'clock in the morning um you know and band practice is a start at six but you have sections uh rehearsal at 5 30 and back at my time you know we the minimum time that you would get out of practice would be minimum would be 12 30. and it all depends on who you play so yeah. if you playing uh Alcorn State if you playing Southern University we playing Tennessee State you know which that game you know was in Memphis Tennessee right um or FAMU we're getting ready for a performance for uh, a halftime an NFL halftime performance I mean the latest I want to say my freshman year we played Southern University and I want I left the band hall at 2 15 in the morning Wow. And my mom was calling me and texting me in band practice. And I says, I'm still at practice. <laughs> she says, what? I said, yes, at practice. So uh, we was all, you know, uh, I just, you know, the, 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 the Sonny Boone of the South really taught me what work is really is and how work really pays off. Yeah. Um, you know, when the, when the football team, you know, at those, at that time, you know, coming from Clarksdale, you know, you know, D we, we had a powerhouse high school. Right. And so, you know, coming from junior high school to high school, I've only witnessed, I want to say three losing games from junior high to high school. Yeah. And you know, we won two championships, you know, 97 and 98. Right. In Clarksdale. When I got to Jackson state, I think my first year we went seven and four. Which was a good year. Yeah. And then after that, it kind of went downhill. Right. And so, you know, being in the band and working so hard and being part of like, you know, probably the the number one organization on that on that yard, you know, on that campus. Um, and you know, that was, you know, we putting in our that hard work in and 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 then showing up in front of fans and things of that sort. And and then when you know you feel bad because you want the football team to win, and but you know we always say you know hey sixty thousand people come to see the band the halftime show is the real show that's right that's right and so um, and so you know that was that was um, that was just uh, that was everything to me uh, it was uh, I think my one of my greatest experience uh, was when I was at Clarksdale High School. And I tried out for the Sunday Boone of the South. My my band director at the time, Linda Davis, she made that phone call for me. And I went down there and tried out for the band and and got a scholarship. Man, when I got back to Clarksdale High School and they announced that on the intercom that Justin McCray has just, you know, received a scholarship to be in the Sunday Boone of the South. I mean, D it was the I mean, I, I can literally cry, just cry right now because I remember how that yeah. sound, you know. Yeah that day and it was the best day of my life um and it's uh you know it was it was it was everything to me and and you know practice you know we i mean we were basically monday through i mean you you practice monday through friday you have the game on saturday 
And then also, you know, D, we had, you know, we did performances on Sunday. So, I mean, it was literally like seven days, like when that football season starts. I mean, you working every day. And not only that, you got to be um, a collegiate student. Yeah. And and so and to go to school, I like I want to say my freshman year, I finished. I was so, I was surprised. I finished my freshman year with a three, four. And and so, you know, for and that was the thing. My mom told me I never forget. And, uh, you know, I wanted a car so bad. And my mom says, if you can accomplish and being in the band and you can bring me over a three point GPA your freshman year, I'm going to go to. uh I'm gonna go to uh, uh, what was uh, Greg Colger or uh, uh-huh. Colger the, the yeah. dealership in Clarkston. I'm gonna yeah. go get you a car, and that's exactly what she did. I brought home a three four, and she went she went right down sixty one and went and got me a car for yeah. for you know uh, just to you know to to show that she appreciate um, you know all of what I've done, and you know that was also one of the greatest um, the greatest thing too as a as a seventeen year old kid, um, you know just to see. You know, my my parents, like they made they made just about every football game. So, you know, just to know that my parents was, you know, in um, in the stands and they made every game, whether it was Atlanta or wherever we were playing. We was in Texas and my mom and my parents was there. And, uh, you know, one of my greatest memories uh, was, you know, one of my favorite games is the, the Tennessee State Jackson State game. And because, you know, that's like a hometown game. Right. You know, so right. I, I I couldn't, you know, actually my freshman year was the year of 9-11. And so, you know, that game that year had to be canceled because of that. And um, and, you know, the, the day 9-11 happened, happened on a Tuesday and that game was that coming Saturday. Right. And so they end up moving that game to the Thanksgiving weekend. So we didn't have a lot of attendance at that game. So I basically had to wait to like 2002. And I couldn't wait to march into the Liberty Bowl uh, that year because I knew the whole city of Clarksdale was going to be there. <laughs> right. And right. I want to show I wanted to show my hometown, uh, you know, uh, that, you know, I'm doing this not only for myself, but I did it for my community. Right. And um, and I wanted to always represent uh, my community and where I'm from and, and, and Clarksdale. And so, uh, you know, those, those are like some of the greatest members I, I, I have. What, what so, was homecoming like at, at Jackson state? What was that week like? Intense. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like it was more work. You know, you, you putting it, you, you know, you giving your all every week, you know, you playing Mississippi Valley state at Grambling and then it comes to homecoming and you got upperclassmen, you know, in the band and they, and, and they tell you, you know, hey, you got to be on your P's and Q's because you're going to have these uh, these alums. They're going to come from all across the country and they they have seen you on on YouTube and um, and and they have heard of you and, and they ready to see you. But um, it, it was, uh, you know, it's, it's being a, being in the boom and, and, and that band. You don't really get a chance, especially your freshman year. You don't get a chance to enjoy any, you know, activities. So, you know, all the things that was happening on the yard, I was at band practice, you know, and, and you can hear things because our field at the time wasn't too far from um, from the from the plaza at Jackson State, you know, where everybody gathers and hangs out and things of that sort. But the 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 rewarding thing was. We knew how large that gathering be, you know, doing homecoming. And when we marched through there, 
I mean, it's it's like, you know, uh, I mean, it's everything, you know, like when the band come through and we leave in the practice field, I mean, just to see the dorms and you see we pass the female dorms and all the young ladies are out the window and yeah. they want to see the band at 11, 30, 12 o'clock. And we imagine back to the band hall. And so, you know, it's a, it, it was it was just a, it was just a, a great feeling when uh, when you're part of that type of uh, organization like that. And everybody on campus, they see you in the cab, they see you in the classroom and, you know, and people just open you with uh, with open arms. I mean, even the city of Jackson, I, I want to tell you, like, D, like one of my greatest, you know, it's just a level of spread, uh, respect, you know, of, the, of that organization. I remember Robert Kent was our quarterback at the time at Jackson State when I was a freshman. And uh, I remember going in the season had started. And Robert Kent and a few other players uh, on the team. Matter of fact, he was with T.C. Taylor, the current the current coach. Yeah. And, you know, he was waiting on a few. I want to say Danzy uh, Dansby, which is the coach at Mississippi Valley State, former right. JSU uh, grad, played on the football team. And they was actually like in front of us in a cafeteria line. And I'm a freshman. But, you know, we come in there. We got on the white T-shirts and everything. And. And they knew we were in the band. And so they actually let us go and eat before them, you wow. know. And I was like, man, that's cool. The football team going to let us eat. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just the type of respect yeah. that we had for each other. And like, you know, like being in Jackson and, um, you know, we were where I, you know, Sonny Boone of the South, you know, T-shirts and, and apparel and things. And we'll go into the mall and, you know, D, I'm talking about the, the city of Jackson. So you in the Sonny Boone of the South? And I'd be like, uh, yeah. They was like, hey. We'll go to the Ruby Tuesday and say, hey, the, the 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 manager might be a JSU alum and say, hey, you guys fool y'all free. We're like, what? Are you serious? I'm <laughs> like, yeah, y'all good. Y'all the funny boom. And it was just, it was just, it was just the love. It was just the, it was just the respect, you know, of that organization because they know how we walk and they know how we we carry ourselves and things in that sort. So you know, those are some of the great memories. And, you know, I just I do I do miss riding on a on a charter bus on Saturdays, you know, and, <laughs> you know, I have to avoid the avoid the traffic. Right. So when you got the highway patrolman and, you know, you 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 in Memphis, Tennessee and, you know, you head into the stadium and you see that stadium in the right corner. And it's like the whole your whole focus just switched like this because, you know, yeah. it's time to get it's time. To, it's time to go to battle. Right. And right. I, and I'm, I'm I miss that. I, that's one thing I I I I do miss, and and is being on that charter bus and having the Mississippi Highway Patrolman with us, and we going we going through all the traffic. We don't have to stand in line. We see the statement. Everybody look at each other. We put our jackets on. We say it's time it's time to go to battle. Yeah. And and that focus just changed, and we lock in, and 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 the, and the, uh, the rest is history. So, so uh, Justin, I'm going to pivot for a second to kind of get into your, your current professional career. So uh, share with my viewers, okay. uh, you know, the company you're with and, and what you're doing uh, professionally right now. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I work for the uh, EW Scripps. Uh, so Scripps owns, uh, I want to say, like 60 local television stations across the country, uh, all over, all over. Uh, we also have the, the network, which is called Scripps News. Um, based here out of Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so I work on a, a franchise that's called Two Americas. And Two Americas uh, emphasize on important issues about the America you know and the America you don't know. 
And um, so I go all across the country telling in-depth um, stories and uh, and the value of storytelling. I've been, I've been, you know, you know, Dia, you know, coming from a, a, a small town like Clarksdale, Mississippi, I've been to, you know, Bozeman, Montana. You know, I'm this this little 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 kid from Clarksdale, Mississippi. Like, you know, the last place I ever think about going is Montana. Right. Right. Uh, you know, so my my job comes uh, comes with a lot of you know a lot of perks, and you know, I've been places that I would never ever would have been to, um, and things of that sort. And so I'm I probably I've been on the team now for. Almost two years, August would be two years. And I probably in two years out of 50 states, I've probably have been to 30. Um, so I'm um, like, you know, in, in, in about two weeks now, I'll be actually heading to uh, Cincinnati, Ohio to go do a story in Cincinnati and, and then one story in Indiana. And so, um, so, yeah, I was just in Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, last week. Um, you know, I've, I've been to Sioux Falls and Corpus Christ and, um, all over the country. So, uh, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just blessed, man, that, um, you know, I, I, I do something that I, that I love and I, I, I put so much into it and so much hard work to it and so much dedication into it. And, um, and, and to be able to see the things and connect with, you know, communities and individuals and, and building fish friendships all across the country. Yeah. And, 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 and I love that. I love it. Well, you got a little hardware, uh, to show for all your hard work, right? <laughs> so you, you won. I do. I do. I, I, 14. I should have one of uh, one of here. Yes. Yes. I've won, uh, 14 Emmys, uh, in the past 20 years. I, um, I my first job I received, I was actually, you know, a student, yeah. you know, so it was so crazy. You know, D, I was uh, 2003. I'm a I'm a member of the Sunny Boone of the South. I am a member of the Jackson State tennis team. So I was a collegiate tennis player and I uh, had a good friend of mine named John Starlin from Clarksdale. Mm -hmm. And he also went to Jackson State for a little while. And he ended up um, come his sophomore, his come his junior year, he transferred, went to Mississippi State. So, you know, I figured that I was about to be at Jackson State with my best friend in the band, but he hurt my heart. But uh, he made up by when he graduated from Mississippi State and we both majored in mass communication broadcast production. And uh, he ended up um, receiving his first job at WLBT um, in Jackson. Yeah. And so I was able to to go into the television station uh, along with him and to build those relationships. And every every opportunity I got, I made sure those individuals, they knew me and I, and I was a student at Jackson State. And so when the opportunity came up, uh, I was one of the first people that they called. And so I remember his name was Charlie. He was a executive producer. He called me, he says, Justin, he said, hey, you know, what? We, we we see you a lot here at the television station. We got an opening and we want to know would you be interested. And I know you're a college student and you're in the Sunny Boone and you play tennis. He said, this job is for you to come in at 2.30 in the morning. You think you're going to be able to make it? And I will never forget. I looked up and I looked up and I said, God, I need you to give me the strength. And I told him, I said, I'm going to do it. 
And so imagine I was a tennis player. I'm at band practice all night and I would go to work. I would literally probably lay down for an hour, D. Wow. And I would be at work at 2.30. And then I would get off about 7.30 and I would be uh, in the class of another JSU alum, which is a a correspondent and anchor at ABC News, DeMarco Morgan, uh, which I think a lot of us know, um, uh, which worked for the network. And he was a teacher of mine at Jackson State. Wow. And so uh, I used to be in his class after I left the television station. So, uh, you know, and, and, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the type of how I was molded right yeah. there. Just, I just I didn't make any excuses. Um, I knew I had a plan when I left Clarksdale. My plan was to, you know, hopefully not come back. Yeah. And I wanted to, you know, venture out and I wanted to explore and, you know, I wanted to be able to uh, accomplish my goals and make my community and make my family proud. And I, I think I've, 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 I've done that and I'm continuing to do it. Um, so, yeah, I was I I learned how to become a a, a work a workhorse very young. I see. Very young. Hey, so what was it like when you won your first Emmy? Oh, it was uh, it was it was it was very rewarding. It was kind of sad. My first my first Emmy I won was dealing with Hurricane Katrina. Uh, Hurricane Hurricane Katrina really um, really put a light on my career. Uh, I want to say, you know, I was like 24 years old uh, when I was working. I was working at WAPT, uh, Channel 16 in Jackson at the time. And so when Hurricane Katrina uh, happened, uh, they remoted me to um, to the Biloxi and Gulfport area first when it first happened. And I was down there with my chief photographer, Lamont Brown, and uh, actually correspondent of ABC News, Marcus Moore. And we were down there uh, for for well, we were down there for two weeks, and what we started down there on the coast of Mississippi, and then we um, days later we went over into like Slidell and New Orleans and things of that sort. Um, you know, it was uh, it was really you know crazy to see um, and uh, very hard to see. Um, you know what happened with you know the devastation and things of that sort, uh, but. I did one of my, you know, so many stories and that was my first Emmy uh, that I won. And it was just uh, it was very um, when I won that one, I actually won two. So I actually won two that year, that that year coming in 2000. Uh, that was when Katrina happened in 04. Uh, so that was 2005 when I received those two Emmys. And so, uh, I, you know, after that, it was just my career just kind of went. You know, just yeah. went skyrocket after that. And so I was at that time, I was working with the company, uh, Hearst Ergal at the time. And so uh, they promoted me from Jackson to Orlando. And so I went to Orlando and I worked in the bureau uh, there. And I worked in the Bavard Bureau, basically where Kennedy Space Center is located at. And so uh, that that position was very accounted. You You had to be very accountable. They, they, they really, uh, you had to be the man to have that position yeah. at that, at, at that station, because, you know, you covering big time national stories, you're talking about, you know, the, the, the NASA. And so, you know, and that was another thing, you know, small town, 
coming from a small town. And for me to see, I want to say I saw six of the last 10 shuttle runs in person. And that was really, really cool for me. Right. Uh, and and so those are the type of things like that I've seen in my career that, you know, a lot of people haven't not, not ever seen a, a shuttle launch. Right. And they actually feel it, too. Like, that's the that's the most important. Like, that's the really the drilling thing about to actually feel like a rocket leave, you know, launch and, and head into space. It's like it's like the most um, amazing feeling. And uh, I mean, it's so crazy to see that you can. You can hear the alligators in the canals, and you can you can you can hear them screaming. Really, you know, wow. yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Uh, and um, and so it, yeah, it's uh, so that was you know I was very um, I was I had to be the man. I was young, and so I you know I had to know what I was doing, and and um, I I said I exceeded there so well, and then when I left, I was there for about two years, hey, and then hey, I Justin, left and went we're, to Miami. We're about to run out of time for this CF. episode, so I, I want to pause right here because I want to take okay. a minute to do two things. One, I want to okay. thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the program uh, with me today, yeah. and secondly, I want to present you with this HBCU Lifetime Achievement Award for your commitment to historically black colleges and universities and for your success that you've experienced in your professional life. And so, brother, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. To my viewers, I want to thank you for watching this episode of HBCU. And remember, without you, there's no me.